17 minutes it is uh, before 8pm and uh, it's our business wrap on this uh, Wednesday evening doing things slightly differently this evening and uh, we're going to be taking a look here at uh, the uh, issue or the showdown between lottery operator Ituba and Hoskin Consolidated Investments a uh, HCI uh, which uh, is uh, one of the historic I guess uh, BE entities there and uh, with significant ownership by uh, one of the uh, trade union investment companies and uh, uh, Ituba here saying that uh, HCI is no longer going to be bullying uh, the company now that uh, they uh, HCI lost their bid to uh, urgently interdict the company in court and uh, Judge David Unterhalter dismissing the case with costs on Monday and uh, uh, HCI had in this case to give some context sought an urgent interdict allowing it to access Ituba's financial statements over claims involving overpayment of fees at uh, Ituba's uh, of, uh, overpayment of fees to Ituba's management company Zamani and uh, all manner of other I guess the governance uh, allegations that they raised uh, in their papers and uh, joining me to talk about this particular matter which uh, I guess uh, by um, no stretch of the imagination is over it seems I'm joined by the CEO of uh, Ituba and that is Charmaine Mabuza. Charmaine good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Uh, good evening Abong, and good evening to our listeners. Shamin, just I guess for for context here and maybe for some of us who might not be familiar with uh, the uh, genesis of the relationship between uh, uh, Ituba and HCI and uh, more importantly and uh, we'll come back I guess to, to the relationship between Ituba and Zamani the management company but uh, wh- what historically was the relationship between Ituba and HCI and uh, I guess from the bid process to get uh, these rights to operate the lottery Well in, after Ituba was awarded uh, the, the bid we had to go out and raise funding and um, HCI was one of was one of the funders uh, for Ituba as a loan financier mm. uh, uh, as we speak today. And that's nearly the, the, the extent of the relationship between Ituba and HCI. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you suggest that uh, HCI yeah, might have had interest in operating the lottery themselves. I guess uh, uh, it would be a synergistic endeavor in light of the fact that they have casino and uh, hotel or hospitality assets in their stable. Well, this seems to be unfolding. It seems to be the case right now because we've subsequently learned that they once were bidding for the lottery license. Mm. But um, it seems like they have an interest in the sense we've seen how they have behaved and how the relationship has turned out. It looks like they have some serious um, interest in the lottery. But as you say, there has been a, a, a big uh, fallout between the two, and we were, were unable to manage it. And we uh, saw ourselves in court to get a clarification on the issues. Mm. So let's maybe take a step back here. Uh, to, in 2015, you receive as Ituba 325 million rand uh, in order to execute operations and I guess give effect to the bid you had just won. And uh, uh, what then happened uh, for you? I guess within a year to then make a 400 million rand repayment of uh, that uh, facility to HCI. What, what happened? Well, in, uh, the loan capital was 325, just to be clear on that matter. And of yes. course, they, uh, as part of our loan agreement, they uh, uh, charged us 34% interest. Mm. 
And as the year went by, HCR, of course, started purporting uh, trigger events which were non-existing, according to us as a board, because we have a very strong board and we did not appreciate those triggers that they were purporting. But we saw that as a way of trying to step in or orchestrating a step in in order for them to run the the, the lottery. And we then uh, decided at that point of time that it's best to pay them all and we pay them the 411 million in interest plus their capital back within a year's time. And, and that was just because we could recognize that it is, it's not constructive for us to have a very hostile partner around the table. That was just uh, the gist of the mm. story. Let's talk about yes. those trigger events. Uh, I mean, what, that would be part and, and parcel of the agreement that you had arrived at with your financiers here. Uh, what, what would that imply? Well, it would imply that uh, ACR would be able to appoint board members at Ituba, take over, which is the money, the management company, appoint board members, hire and fire people uh, at our board and at the management company. That was uh, what the, the end result of those trigger uh, uh, of uh, the stepping rights were happening. And so they were proposing a whole lot of range of issues as was aid out in court, saying that we overpaying as the money is overpaying itself. And, uh, you know, uh, mismanagement and whatever they were, you know, they were alleging in those papers, mm. uh, which were aired out in the, in, in the court in the, in the last week or so. Mm. And, uh, yes. you know, just, I mean, from your end, uh, uh, when would paying the loan off early, uh, I guess, be one of the uh, trigger events? As you did well, in this case. We, we, did, we didn't pay the loan just because we wanted to pay off the loan, but it was because we, we at, at the board level, we recognized that they were becoming very disruptive at our board in mm. terms of, uh, you know, our focus. And therefore, we decided and we gave them a repudiation because, you know, how it works uh, is that if you are not constructively made, uh, taking the company anyway, yes. we then, you know, did a repudiation mm. because they were repudiating by purporting all these things, becoming very disruptive. And our point was that, you know, if you are supposed to be adding constructively to building the company rather than negatively, you know, uh, taking, you know, uh, destroying the company, it was our view. We paid off the, 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 the loan at that point of time. And we must remember that we paid them off in full with their interest. As you would see in the last paper, we even paid them the guarantees. We gave them the guarantees up to the end date of their 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 their, their loan, which mm-hmm. means they have no risk whatsoever, you know, in terms of their financial risk. But they would like to portray an image that there was a financial risk to them. Therefore, that is the reason why mm-hmm. they were they were they were but, dipping in. But and, I mean, and what, the court what, yeah, what rights would be open to them? Uh, you know, we, we know. I mean, and I want to maybe sort of make this a. You know, if I go out and take a loan from a bank and I settle earlier, there's often, I guess, punitive charges that they place on me. Were there, you know, such rights in the agreement that you guys uh, were both party to that said, look, if you pay this loan earlier on, there might be a certain kind of sort of fee or cancellation or settlement fee that you would pay up front or any other right uh, that would be given to them? No, well, the agreement was silent on that matter. But f- from our viewpoint, that is why we offered them the interest to the last date of the payment. I see. Okay. The reality was exactly that point. The, uh. the agreement was not very clear. That's a matter of dispute as a matter of fact. But our point was 
that we would make sure that they would be paid up to the last date. And yes, we paid them early. We brought uh-huh. the date forward. But uh, you must appreciate the position that we are in. We are running a business. Sure. We need to make sure that the business is, uh, you know, um, uh, smooth. And we didn't need this kind of uh, unnecessary dis- uh-huh. disruptions that were going on. Okay. Uh, I want us to pause there for a second, Charmaine, and take a quick spot break. When we come back, uh, I want us to maybe engage uh, this uh, uh, allegation here about uh, over-inflated management fee payments uh, from Ituba to Zamani, uh, which are, I guess, both parties that, uh, or or both uh, companies that uh, you oversee and lead. And uh, we'll uh, take a look at that on the other side of this brief break. Seven minutes it is now before 8 p.m. It's our business wrap and uh, we're taking a look here at uh, the uh, showdown. Uh, it seems ongoing showdown. I guess the urgent, uh, uh, the striking down of an urgent interdict here doesn't necessarily mean that this uh, matter is anywhere near over. Uh, between uh, Ituba, which is the lotter operator, and uh, 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 Hotel and Casino Group, uh, uh, HCI, Hoskin Consolidated Investments. And I'm joined on the line by the uh, CEO of uh, Ituba and also the uh, CEO of uh, Zamani, uh, Shamein Mabuza. Now, Shamein, I want us to take a look at one of the allegations here that are being made by uh, HCI. And uh, it relates to the uh, payment of management fees. And uh, I want to maybe start off and get a sense of what was the agreed uh, uh, payment of these management fees under the conditions set out in the bid. And uh, more importantly, uh, uh, what bearing did that have on the financing agreement that you had with the, uh, with the HCI? Firstly, let me just be clear. The, the agreement that existed, which was in the bid, it was the agreement that was produced in court between okay. two parties, which was Zamani and Echuba. Sure. And those two parties confirmed that, in fact, in the, in the agent, at the hearing of the agent application. So, ACI came two years subsequent to that, at the, uh, a year later, onto the scene and claims that was never an agreement. While the two parties, which is Zamani and Echuba, saying no, but this is an agreement which was submitted part of the bid. And number two, this is the agreement that we signed between the two parties. You as a third party, as an outsider, can't tell us what we agreed upon. That's the first point. And so we didn't know where do they get the so-called notion they couldn't produce an agreement that they were speaking about. It's one of the reasons why the judge said emphatically there was no compelling evidence and dismissed those allegations. And we too stand by that that finding because there has never been one. It is just part of the many things that HCI wants to drum up to try and justify why it should be the knight in white armor coming to save this company as though we don't know what we're doing. We know exactly what we're doing Mm -hmm. when we run that company. These these numbers, 2.5% of total revenue from ticket sales in the first year and then 3% from the second year onwards, where, where do those numbers come from? That's part of the agreement. Actually, the 2.5% and the 4% is part of the agreement. It's normal in the industry for the management company, which provides the IP, provides the management, provides a number of host of services that uh, manage the operating company. So it's normal part of the industry, wherever you go, whether the previous operators, there is a management fee, like you would see many other Mm. companies. So it's nothing untoward, there's nothing sinister about it. And as you would see, many companies yeah. would have entities, but there's others that manage that entity. And similarly, the money is one is the one which is the main 
firstly, it's the company which founded Ichiba, which conceptualized it, put the bid together, provides a stream of uh, IP in mm. relation to the operations sure. that support the business. So there's nothing sinister about that. So HCI is trying to say, no, there's some, something sinister. In fact, there was a lesser number that was agreed upon, but they, they couldn't produce any document. Mm. But more importantly, the two parties agree about what they agreed upon, and they affirm and confirmed in their affidavit that this is the agreement which is submitted in the bid. This is what we know. This is what has been happening. And you, Mr. HCI, who comes subsequently are not factually because the shareholders are very emphatic about this matter, mm. including the board on this matter. It's the reason why the matter was dismissed in court, amongst others. You, you also suggested that uh, HCI had a board member who was also party to this decision. Yes. Mm. Well, actually, there was a signature to that agreement and they've conveniently forgotten about it. Let's, let's talk about something else. I mean, you know, people's tails are often up when, when one hears of a related party transactions here. And uh, I guess HCI has also fashioned uh, uh, these management fees to Zamani as that, uh, saying, you know, as related party companies, uh, you know, uh, uh, there hadn't been due or proper procedure followed between Ituba and Zamani regarding these transactions. Did, did they indicate what uh, that uh, uh, due process would be? And uh, was that something that was agreed between the two parties? They actually did not relate what are those due processes. But by the way, how companies, um, in terms of the Companies Act, if there's a related party, how that process is managed mm. is clearly stipulated in the Companies sure. Act. You disclose that in the financials, you take that to the board, you recuse yourself. There's processes that are governed in a normal company transaction. And by the way, it was done even at AGM level. This was part of the bid. As I said to you, Zamani was the conceptualizer was the one that put together the bid. There was the one that formed this company. Mm. So, and disclosed it as part of the bid process. So, uh, to put a sinister thing about a related, it's, it's, it happens all the time. Mm. That's why there's stipulated processes on how to manage related parties. And to ask them themselves, as HCI, they've got so many entities and they are also interrelated. What difference did we do that they didn't do? They couldn't say that in court. In talking about their own companies as a JSE listed company. So, I mean, um, those are the kind of things that you must not let people undermine and make things look as though there's something mm. untowards, wherein there's nothing yeah. untowards around these matters. Charmaine, we know, uh, you know, uh, what uh, the uh, judge struck down there was the urgency, I guess, of uh, this particular uh, interdict, uh, and, uh, which would have given, uh, uh, you know, HCI access to your financial statements and maybe, as you suggest, uh, towards the end, potentially given them uh, control of your business. Uh, uh, where to from here? Do you anticipate that uh, uh, this particular matter will come before the courts once again? And, uh, you, uh, you know, what, what does a long and a drawn-out matter uh, that this might be look like for a Zamani and look like for an Ituba. You know, you said that the matter was also looked at on its merit. It was mm. just not the agency. The matter was argued and the judge dismissed it on the grounds that there was no compelling evidence on both their prayers where they were trying to interdict uh, uh, Ituba from paying any mm. salaries to, or management fees to Zamani and Zamani that Ituba must pay to a third party. The judge dismissed that with cost on that matter. So the, really the goal is on their court. From our side, we think that the court has clarified the issues. It's business as usual mm. for us as as as, um, as YouTuber. In fact, we've got in excess of about 100 million jackpots this weekend. So we will not be <laughs> distracted from what we have to do.
Charmaine, last one on my end, and I don't want you to dabble in the realm of conjecture and speculation, but from where you're sitting, and uh, you might have touched on this a bit earlier as well, but from where you're sitting, uh, what do you think, I guess, is the end game here or uh, the intent behind this kind of uh, court challenge on the part of HCI? Well, look, from 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 our way we said, we believe that uh, HCI has got no risk. We've uh, given them a guaranteed check from their money. If they wish to draw down on that money, they can draw down any time they so wish. And really, from their end game is, I would think, from any other rational company with any morals or any way, they would look at their risk and see that they've gotten their money and there is no limit, there's no risk to them whatsoever. And actually, and really, to look it will continue with its business and it's doing very well. We're one of the top five lotteries in the world and we are proud to do to be that it's a black-owned company, it's a black-run company, it's a woman company, run company, and we are proud of what we've achieved so much, and we'll not be deterred from uh, achieving our our end goal ourselves. Shami and Mavuza, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, highly appreciated, and thank you to the listeners. That there was uh, Charmaine Mabuza. She is the uh, chief executive officer at Ituba and uh, also uh, at uh, the helm of uh, Ituba's management company. And that is Zamani uh, Marketing. And uh, Zamani also, I guess, are shareholders in uh, Ituba here. Not only the management company, but also uh, shareholders in Ituba. What do you make of that? I'd love to hear some of your perspectives on that particular matter. And uh, I think uh, it would only be uh, proper for us to try and uh, give an opportunity as well uh, in the uh, coming days to uh, Hoskin Consolidated Investments. We'll give them an opportunity as uh, they uh, study uh, the uh, uh, contents of uh, uh, that particular uh, order on the part of uh, Judge David Unterhalter. But uh, we'll uh, have to wrap it up there and uh, we'll continue. Certainly that story far from over.